tourist trap. This is the old story of the road trippers who have car trouble and they have to pull into a broken down roadside attraction cowboy wax museum run by Chuck Connors and his bipolar brother who likes to put a little extra juice in the mannequins. In my opinion, one of the most underrated flicks of all time. Hello, buddy, people. Brie beat the Rona. She's Rona free. I conquered it. No, no more in the in the bloodstream. Well, uh, she well, shit it all out. That's inconclusive because I didn't get retested. They just sent me some, something saying, like, uh, I'm not infectious anymore. So I, I can't, like, pass it, I guess. I take it back. Bree's lying to the people. She is disgusting. <laughs> Don't touch her. Don't get near her. Uh, this is horror shit. This is horror soup. And China is East. And welcome to another episode of Horror Soup. Today, Bree is back, but so is I am back. James Hudson. That's true. <laughs> this is true. These are facts. Mm-hmm. He is drinking on the same purple beer as last time. Oh, we're same, not talking. Same purple IPA. Yep. Same purple, and I am drinking a lime piece of shit. That I really. <laughs> don't I like. I am drinking a tall can of Corona. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> 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 the irony. I would much rather have what either of you are having right now. I'm so upset. Ah, so we're talking about a movie that we said that we were going to talk about for what, like, like three months now, right? How long has it been? About a year, at least, at least a year. <laughs> it's been a long time, but we're talking about Taurus Trap from 1979, directed by David Schmoller. I'm gonna let you guys handle that. <laughs> that's uh, that's almost my my mother's last name. Oh, shit, it is. <laughs> it just with a little more mucus. A little more... Sh- a little more... Sh- <laughs> a, little, a little more juice to it. We got a few on the docket for this one. Starring Chuck Connors. Chuck Connors. Also starring Jocelyn Jones, John Van Ness, Robin Sherwood, but most importantly, Tanya Roberts, a.k.a. Midge from that 70s show. Tanya Roberts, come on. Like, I didn't even I didn't even recognize her at first, and then I just kept hearing that voice, and I was like, I know that voice. Dude, when I first watched this movie, I was like, is that fucking Midge? Like, I noticed it, like, right <laughs> off the back. Like, right off the back, I was like, yeah, that's, that's fucking Midge, all right. It's awesome. I did not notice it. Brie actually told me. I went through the whole movie and I was like, she looks familiar. And then Brie was like, oh yeah, and I was crazy. There was a Midge was in there. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I had to like, yeah. I had to like point her out to you. Yeah, you did. Cause I was like, I couldn't remember. I could, they all kind of blended into me. Yeah. They were all the same girl, except for Molly. Cause she's. Oh, oh, Molly. oh Molly. Poor Molly, but also <laughs> Molly's just, she's not my type. No. I'm not sure if she's many people's type. <laughs> I don't think she is, but she's she's fucking Mr. What's his name? Mr. Shroot? Yeah, Mr. Slauson. Mr. Slauson. Slauson. Ah, uh, there we go. Slauson. Mr. Schmoof. The budget for this was $800,000, and I think I came up with a good drinking game. Okay. So, any mannequin mouth drop, that's a drink. <laughs> okay. 
any type of supernatural shit is a drink. Fair enough. Sure. Mm, this is the last one. Mr. Slauson telling a story. Drink for the duration of his story. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I like that. That is the game. Have fun dying. It's your fault if you die. Is that the point of these games? Just to... Just to die? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I think so at this point. Yeah. Get alcohol poisoning yeah. and then die. <laughs> well, you know, Tuesday. So, uh, you guys got anything to say before we get into this movie? I love you, Midge. Um, <laughs> Midge. <laughs> God, uh, I I did watch this with the uh, the Joe Bob commentary, and he made a pretty funny uh, comment at the very beginning, and he said this movie came out around the same time as the original Parent Trap, like not the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap that we all know, but the oldest shit one. And yeah. he yep. said if if you like Parent Trap, you're going to hate this movie. I think maybe possibly because of the title, it sounds like Parent Trap which was that stupid Haley Mills movie made by Disney, and then because they can't just leave it alone, remade by Disney as an even incredibly stupider movie starring Lindsay Lohan. So if you loved Parent Trap, you're going to hate this movie, which goes in such odd directions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually watched the same version because you uh, you told me last time we talked that there was a joke that Joe Bob did a drive-in on it, so I was like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. That guy's fucking funny. So, pretty much, uh, wacky music opens this bitch up, and we have a douchebag and a fishing hat pushing a tire down the road, and we see this uh, <laughs> this sign that reads, Gas Eats a Head. So, you know. Gas Eats a what? A head. That, that was a bad joke. <laughs> a head. A head. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it, it told you. <laughs> so, he's going to get some gas eats, obviously. Uh, we see some chicks sitting on the side of the road with a car that, uh, you know, said destroyed tires from. And her <laughs> other friends meet up with her, and she explains to her that her, you know, she's like, my homie went to go to town, uh, you know, fix the tire, or I'd put air in it or something. I guess this guy, uh, he brought a spare tire, but he brought a flat spare tire, so I... How? That... That's something I would uh, do. <laughs> oh, it, it is. <laughs> yes. I think in general, all the things that happen with the the Jeep in this movie are just like, what? <laughs> this Jeep is iconic at this point. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. So, I yeah, agree. This bozo, he's walking around the station. He's searching for someone to talk to. He walks into a room. Ooh. He sees this mannequin. And for some reason, he thinks it's a real human, even though it looks nothing like a real human in the slightest. It kills me because he's like, ma'am. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if that's, if that's a real human, they're probably dead. <laughs> how is that anyone's reaction walking into that room? Ma'am. Like... <laughs> Like this human uh, that you that you think is a human uh, is like eh, they're laying there in like a ball, not moving, <laughs> like upside down. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're this... they're goners, man. They're gone. Kaputs. Even if they're alive, this this isn't a person you want to talk to. Like yeah, who lays like that? A... I don't want to have a conversation <laughs> with this person. Are you kidding me? So yeah. Uh, he touches it, it pops up, and it starts fucking laughing hysterically. Oh, the laugh. This, the laugh is awesome. This yeah. is like my favorite scene in the entire movie, basically. The opening scene. I fucking love it. It is The good. opening scene is fucking strong. I love mm -hmm. it. 
Oh, God, it's so good. He tries to leave because obviously he's like, all right, this shit's weird. But then the door shuts on him. Uh, he tries to escape, but doors and windows are locking and shit. Mannequins keep popping up. And it, like like I said, this is one of the creepiest opening scenes, like, ever. It's it's like, and you're watching it and you're like, okay, um, what the fuck is going to happen in this movie? Like, are these mannequins possessed? Is this supernatural? Like, what is this? Those are all really good questions. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We don't get an answer to a single one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, quick fun fact time. They actually said that they, um, I don't know who said this, but it was someone in the fucking production. Um, they attached the cabinet to, like, the ceiling of the room, and there was someone on top of it just, like, dropping items down, and then they flipped the shot so it looked like, you know, it was just ghosts, like, throwing shit oh, across the cool. room. Very creative. Anyway. Uh, dude is, he's dead. He's dead. Um, one of the things that got thrown at him was, like, this, this metal pole. It was a metal pole that somehow, like, fucking nailed him, dude. Like, how? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, yeah. There was some power behind that. <laughs> it was a crime of passion. <laughs> yeah. Major force behind the pole, you know? <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now we see... The other dudes uh, we saw earlier, they're, they're all driving together, and, you know, they run across uh, Woody's tire, or whatever the fuck his name was. I think his name was Woody? Yeah. So, yeah. they follow this trail, and then fucking uh, Jerry's car starts to fuck up. And it was actually really cool, too, because when it fucks up, one of his headlights just explodes when he's trying to <laughs> start the engine. He ran out of blinker fluid, dude. Don't get mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell or what are, are we supposed to think someone like shot at it while he was trying to start it or like what what i don't i'm so confused i i got that he has ghosts in his blood yeah he's got he needs to go do cocaine about it immediately <laughs> yep so one girl she points out a waterfall so they're like all right let's go skinny dipping even though we can't find our friend and then they get interrupted by mr slauzen who's uh carrying around a good old shotter gunner and uh he introduces himself, and he starts telling some weird stories, and they're all naked as hell in the water. And he's just sitting there like, how's it going, girls? You guys are very naked. I like this conversation. <laughs> it's very it's very strange. Particularly interested in talking to uh, old Molly. There. Molly. He fucking loves Molly, dude. Mm -hmm. He's got a thing for... And Be I don't know why he loves Molly. I'm going to say that, but okay. And... Becky tells him that uh, they're only trespassing because they were looking for their friend. And then uh, he's like, is she a girl? <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure her name is like Eileen. No, that was Eileen. And uh, she's like, no, he's a guy. His name is Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Woody. I think they named him that because Woody's supposed to be like a strong name. You're like, yeah, yeah, he'll kick your ass. His name's Woody. <laughs> Have you met somebody named Woody? Um, Yeah, and they did... Bad things to me. Oh, oh my! Really? Oh. No, I've never met a Woody. Oh, I've met one Woody. It's not a... I have met one Woody in my life. <laughs> really? And he's a dog. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> and he's not very strong. I do know a real Woody. Um, one of one of the regular night shift co-hosts. His name's Cody. He has a crazy old coot of a neighbor whose name is Woody. <laughs> And that's the only Woody that I've ever met. This guy, like, comes out and, like, fights about, like, parking space on the street. Like, that kind of neighbor. Has he ever seen his Woody? I hope not, but I wouldn't put it past Woody to just be, like, naked in the backyard someday. Like, 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna call it Woody's are unreliable and they can't be trusted. Um, okay. Yeah. Wait, what about the dog Woody? Is that a bad dog? You never know. He's not a bad dog, but uh, he'll he'll steal your food. Wait, 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 I know that Woody. He's a good guy. He's a good fella, but he'll steal your food. He'll steal your stuff. Yeah, that's a really good dude, actually. He's he's the perfect size of. He he poops fluff. everywhere. He's not fluff. He, he does, but well, he's not fluff, but his body's fluff. Yeah, he's he's shaped like a football. <laughs> exactly. <That's great>. <laughs> <laughs> Love that man. So, back to other stuff. So the girls meet back with a uh, fucking Terry or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, some old man just ran us off." And um, they tell some jokes and whatever, and then they get back to the car, and Mr. Slauson's just there waiting for them. And uh, he's like, hey, girls and guy, I'll give you a ride. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. This guy might murder me. And then Molly's just like, okay, let's go. No regard for anyone's safety except for... No, just no one. She has no regard for no. anyone's safety. Big no, dumbass. nothing at all. And they get back to this house, and he drones on about his life, how he went to jail, but... Eileen is interested in all the dummies that he has around. Mm. And he shows them that uh, one of them shoots this uh, fake gun, and uh, they freak out. He says that his brother made all the dummies, making them for wax, 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 wax museums now. That's the word. And Eileen <laughs> asks about uh, the neighbor's house, and he just makes a smart-ass joke. He's like, yeah, who lives there? Davy. Davy who? Davy Jones. Davy. Dave Crock. <laughs> Davy Jones's footlocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guy. So, Jerry and Slauson leave to go work on his car, but uh, before he leaves, he honestly tells them that uh, they shouldn't go outside. And he's like, oh, yeah, and also I don't have a working phone. And also don't go outside again. And <laughs> Molly and Becky aren't really worried, but Eileen's just like, yeah, let's go outside and investigate right now. There's always and... one. There's always one. Mm-hmm. It's always one of those bitches. So, <laughs> oh she decides she's leaving. And she's like, all right, Becky, Molly, form a posse if I don't get back in 10 minutes. She actually says posse, which I'm I, that kind of pissed me off. Posse? <laughs> I hate that word. No one's... You, it, only, even if you, it only works for cowboys, right? Like, there's no other yeah. reason to talk about it. There's no other, no other reason to use the word posse unless you're in a Western. <laughs> no, and even true. if you are... <laughs> Like, I don't know. That's just... That's true. I, Even if you are in a Western and you say posse, I'm still going to be like, but I'll allow it. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'll let it happen, but it's still going to make me, like, turn my head a little bit. I feel disrespected. I like, I feel sweaty right now. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My pants <laughs> are coming off, so... Are you disrespected because you're, you're not in a posse? <sighs> you're off the fucking show. Turn your... <laughs> stop. Press... Press... Press stop. Don't send me your file. I'm gonna edit out all of press self destruct everything that has to do with you. Yeah, <laughs> just get it. You're out. <laughs> Perfect. So she walks inside of Davy's house, and then immediately we see like two el elderly mannequins, and they're like in a rocking chair. And she's like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And then she's like, "Oh, wait, you're not real." <laughs> and she hears her name, and she just assumes it's Woody. But I mean, I didn't hear Woody for too long, but I don't think he sounds like a complete idiot. Yeah, this voice is weird. It's not anything like how Woody sounds. Woody? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, she starts to walk toward uh, another room filled with mannequins, and we can see all of their eyes just, like, they're fucking moving as she's passing by. Creepy as fuck. And uh, she's, that's actually really cool. I think they put, like, human eyes in there or something. I wonder how they did that. I wonder if they put humans in there or if they just, like, CGI'd it on. 
Uh, I'm sorry if there's background noise. My daughter is moving a whole chair down the hallway right now, so <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> she's looking in the mirror. She's like doing a her and whatnot. Her. And uh, she sees a figure behind her. And when she turns around, boom! Big old fucking dude with a mannequin face as a mask. Oh yeah. It's basically a it's basically a Dwight Schrute move, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a power move. Yeah. It's like cutting off the the CPR dummy. Yeah, you don't want to see that dummy. No. no. So <laughs> we can see that he basically like he can basically control furniture because he makes a chair like pull out and it puts Eileen down in place, and then he starts like ch- fucking force choking her with a ribbon. Yep. Yep. That's about right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean the whole I don't know like it, it I feel like it's amped up a little bit from Woody's death. But I, I felt a, I felt like that opener with Woody was still just a little like more solid. Caleb's it was. Caleb's pants are off. <laughs> pants are off. <laughs> no, yeah, this but, I felt it's like because I said the word Woody too much. <laughs> <laughs> and now the pants are off. There's no going back now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. Yeah. So uh, this guy, um, I think in, in like casting. Or not in casting, but like on set and whatnot, they called him a plaster face. Yeah, I oh, read that. Okay. I read that earlier. Nice. And uh, he looks pretty much just fucking like Leatherface, except, uh, you know, doll version. Yep. Very Leatherfacey. So, yeah, she gets fucking choked to death. She's big dead now. Ribbon's gone. And uh, the two remaining girls are expecting a mannequin, and Molly touches one, and she says, Feels like flesh. <laughs> and Becky's like, Oh my God. It it do feel like flesh. Oh my it, oh my god, oh my god, and then Molly gets a really weird feeling, and she's like, oh, I don't, I want to, I want to look at it anymore. <laughs> and they all have, they all just start crying, and like they're in tears. They're, it's not going well. Mister Slauson gets back, and he's like, hey, Laurie, you're a good guy. But uh, he, he he went to go get his Jeep fixed. Tari somewhere else. And he's like, uh, Jerry to Terry to Laurie. And now we're at Tari. Now we're at Tari. <laughs> so Mr. Slauson sits down and again starts telling a weird heartfelt story with a soft piano music in the background. Everyone chug. So many stories. So he finally stops. And he realizes, like, you guys actually did it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And he realizes that uh, Eileen isn't around anymore, so he goes looking for her. And he gets in the house alone, and he starts, like, muttering and asking for Davy and a bunch of shit. And uh, we head back over to the girls. Molly is looking through a photo album and finds his wife. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, my God. It's Flesh Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to they gotta go investigate Flesh Girl. Look, this picture looks like that mannequin, and that mannequin looks like this picture. Investigate time. I, maybe you did you could explain that better for the listeners. But <laughs> he, he comes up, he sees them investigating Flesh Girl, and he explains himself. And then Molly's like, uh, she was very pretty. And he's like, she still is, Molly. And uh, then he turns that's the lights off. That's never a good sign. That's that, never yeah, a good sign. Yeah, no, that's... Ugh, that immediately made me think of that one video that that guy has of his uh, dead grandma in his backyard. His grandma when he's... L- That's immediately what I thought of. 
James, have you seen that one? I have. And he's like That's kissing her and everything. Ugh, it's so gross. Yeah. I hate that video more than anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, I want that guy to go to jail. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking sorry. Call the cops. I on hate him. that man. I I think someone should. Like realistically. Yeah. I, I think yeah. somebody. I don't think anything that he was doing was legal. I think somebody did actually. Okay. Good. I don't, I'll have to read into that. There's like an update on YouTube about it or something. Please update me because I need to know that this guy's in jail. <laughs> or in a mental hospital. Like he needs to be somewhere, yeah, not he's in got, public. Yeah, he's got some issues there. So yeah, uh, he told him that he couldn't find Eileen. He grabs a shotgun and he's like, ah, I'm going to go look for her. And then they're like, a gun? He's like, all right, no gun. Like no hesitation. He's just like, all right, let's move on. So, right after he leaves, uh, Becky and Molly go off on their own venture to find Eileen. And they hear some giggling in the other house. Ew. Oh, my God. And for some re- I this is the weirdest movie logic, like, in the world. They're like, <laughs> so oh, my strange. God. Eileen and Woody are fucking in this house. <laughs> <laughs> totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Eileen snuck off to look at the house. Oh, yeah, Woody's in there, and now they're fucking. Like, of course that's what happened. Of course that's what happened. You have not seen Woody for, like, the past three hours. You're all searching for him. They find him in a mannequin house, and they decide to fuck. (laughs) Immediately. Like, just immediately. Like, oh, I found you already naked. Just let's go. (laughs) Let's get it. (laughs) That blew my fucking mind. It's incredible. Oh my god, that blew my mind. I think actually what I like more is the fact that Becky is wants to like sneak up on him and like catch him in the act. <laughs> and so she's like sneaking into the house like a teenager would sneak out of a house. She's trying to sneak into a house. It's like, what the fuck are you? Knock on the goddamn door. Who gives a shit? You're an adult. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Because if they really are know. in there just... You're so right, James. I didn't even think about that. Like, if they really are in there doing what you think that they're doing, you can just knock at that point. Like, it's no longer a malicious thing. It's no longer you investigating. You just and they're they are already obviously like so convinced. Like, this is what's happening. They're trying to catch him in the act. Like, you if you know you're for sure this is happening. Like, what? (laughs) To be fair, Molly isn't really for this. That's true. That's true. I, yeah. th- I don't Good even think she believes that they're fucking. She's kind of just like, are you Are you sure that's what they're doing? Because I don't, I don't even know if they're even in there. Maybe those are just the people that live there and they're fucking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe these are other people that we should not be bugging right now. <laughs> not, definitely not trying to, like, jump through a window and scare them while they're doing it. Like, could you imagine if that was actually happening? It's just the people who fucking live in the house. It's that just fucking, like and you, that fucking picture of oh what's his name, God. Melhouse, crashing through the window. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining right now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my fucking God. You know what's even better about this, too? Becky is actually closer to the truth than Molly is, even though Molly is the one that's totally has her head screwed on right. In <laughs> oh, this yeah. Scene. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, Becky's still more right than she is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that blows my fucking mind. So yeah, Midge uh, sneaks into this house and she's flashing her light around because she's convinced that the noises she hears is Ellie and Eileen or whatever and Woody plowing. 
but she goes over, she lifts these covers off, and by the way, it's just, like, covers on a tiny little, like, less than a twin bed in the middle of a room filled with mannequins. Like, that yep. is the worst. Actually, no, it, I would have sex in there, but most people would not have sex in there. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to do the deed on that, dude. You kidding me? That would oh, be I, so I, uncomfortable. I, I would actually pay someone to have sex in that room, but <laughs> that's... Probably not how most people do it, and I wouldn't have the covers on me though. I, it, you know, that was like a Jersey Shore thing. Like, okay, no one has sex under the covers unless you're on the Jersey Shore. This is like, true. Like completely under the covers, this, and that's well. <laughs> I feel like that's because there was like cameras in their room. I'm assuming, yeah, but still, like, that is so, like that's so gross. You're gonna smell. Oh you're gonna God. smell two asses at one time. Uh, I did stink. that once, and there was a lot of ass, like, lot of ass stink. Self hotboxing. <laughs> exactly. I, dude, I got out and I was like, <gasps> <gasps> <sighs> it was like you know when Frank is emerging from the couch and always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> that's that's what it's like when you get out from under the covers. Oh my god, that's fucking <laughs> just oiled up, greased up as hell. So gross. <laughs> so yeah, don't do that. But she uh, she lifts these covers up, and it's just the creepiest mannequin you will ever see in your life just staring at her and, like, laughing. She's like, oh, I guess you're not fucking. It's like, you should be so much more alarmed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she's not. She's kind of just like, oh, they didn't find him. Guess I'll find him somewhere else. Oh, well, they're still fucking somewhere else. So, yeah. She still thinks it's them somewhere. She's like, come on, where are you guys? And then Plasterface pops up. And uh, he sits in the chair, and then... Uh, Becky turns around, and uh, this dude is just fucking here and ready to destroy her. Yep. <laughs> really weird music. Lots of humming. The, and then mannequins just attack Becky. The music in this movie is so, like... Like, I remember... In, because I watched this, like, a week ago. Maybe a week and a half ago. But, like, I remember, like, some of the music sounds like like old-ass, like, porno music. And then some <laughs> of it is, like, actually kind of, like, creepy, like, uh, ominous-sounding. Yeah. From what I remember. It's it's really weird because like I I can't tell if I think that the music is awesome or lazy. Right. Like I can't yeah. I can't figure yes. it out. Yes. I yeah, I can't. And then Brie, I wanna add on to that, and then the third type of music is like boom 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 dun 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 dun. That's true. <laughs> the That's true. Oompa Loompa song. <laughs> yes. It's so fucking weird, dude. It's it's baffling, but I think those like those ominous parts, like how the how the music starts at the very very beginning with that opening. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I think it is good. It's just like super weird and experimental and like random ass noises. And I can only imagine whoever recorded that was probably in a studio, just like grabbing all kinds of random shit and like <laughs> smacking it together. And like, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I think it's good. That- I think it's good, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, it's cool sounding, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, uh, like, what? But okay, I'll go with it. Like, <laughs> like they're just it's button cool mashing as... shit in the fucking studio. No, no, not even that. It's cool as far as, this was like 1979, so it's cool True. as far as throwing sticks at walls and yeah. tapping on pans and, like, farting into the mic goes. It's like the, uh, it's like the prequel to, like, the Rugrats soundtrack, where they were just, like, <laughs> doing all these random sound effects. Like, it's like that, but in a horror movie. It's great. <laughs> very Rugrats sounding I have a little more to talk about uh, this score later because I did have some stuff written down but oh, I perfect. will say right I will say right now though I do think that like I really do enjoy this movie like genuinely I think it's really fun 
But I think as far as the soundtrack goes as it is, I think it makes it really fun. And I think if the music was changed and it was like more scary and suspenseful, this movie would be straight up terrifying all the way through. Because mm. like some of the like bump, 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 like music at weird times kind of takes out the suspense of it. And I looked at some of the scenes and I imagined like, you know, kind of like, some like just some ambiance similar to like you know straight up Texas Chainsaw. If it had that sure. going on in the background during some of the scenes, I'm like, that's fucking scary. It, it kind of does have a um a Texas Chainsaw feel to it, just because like the house and like just like the way it looks. It's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. It's not in fucking oh, out of Texas though, but yeah. <laughs> it's very similar, and both of the directors went to the same college in Texas. Oh, I didn't know that. And I have even more on that later, so we'll get to that. So. They all hop off. She's bruised as shit. Uh, Plasterface is rubbing her face endearingly like uh, Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw 2. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she takes a quick second, and then uh, she hits him in the head with a bat. <laughs> and she tries to leave, but uh, the mannequins start shaking back and forth, and they make some kind of moaning noises. Oh, that I can was it a bat? I, I think so. That's That makes what more I got sense. From it. In my notes, I said it, it, I just thought it was like a mannequin arm. <laughs> and I was like, why is... <laughs> it might have like, been... Like, it seems like he really took a hit from just, like, a plastic arm. Like, he seemed really you know, hurt. And I was like, there's no way she's that strong. I actually think that your theory makes more sense, because why would there be a bat in there? I think a medicine arm makes more sense. I just assumed she grabbed some, like, random limb and just, like, whacked him with it. But he seems, like, really hurt. I was like, bro, it's just plastic. Like, I think you'll be all right. I'm not, well. Gets knocked out by it. I feel like I could hurt someone with a mannequin arm. Maybe, and maybe I mean, maybe old mannequins were a little sturdier than like a modern store mannequin. You know, I've had a theory. I've had like a long, a long theory that you could kill someone with a water bottle if you tried hard enough. So I think, <laughs> I think you could hurt someone with a man, with a mannequin arm if you tried hard enough. I yeah. yeah, if you swung it hard enough. This was like a conversation I had with like. Do you know, remember our buddy Conrad? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I had that conversation with him when we were, like, 16. We were like, could you, like, is it possible to kill someone with a water bottle? We were like, yeah, yeah, totally. I think you can kill somebody with almost anything if you try hard enough. Yeah, that's that was pretty much the yeah. argument. I was like, yeah, I think you could, like, I think everything's probably been done. It's probably happened before. <laughs> yeah. I think I looked it up, actually. I think I looked up, like, water bottle killing, and I, like, found something. And I was like, well, all right, humans, good job on being fucking terrible people <laughs> horrible to each other great job Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we're in plaster face's basement now and we see um he has eileen and larry trapped inside and uh he brings becky down and he asks why they don't like him and uh he leaves and uh mary says that uh the man has to be slosson's insane brother and they're all just like yeah we're gonna die <laughs> we're gonna so, die and this is where you really get to hear uh plaster face is just really weird voice and it's scary but also like kind of funny but that makes it almost more scary you know exactly what it is i think it's terrifying new year's evil Oh! Oh yep. my God! <laughs> it's the fucking New Year's Evil voice, You're dude. So like right. straight up. It... Evil. <laughs> oh my God! You're so I right. Am evil. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, the second I heard that voice, I was just like, "Oh fuck!" I was yeah. like, "It's back! <laughs> it's back! <laughs> it's back with a fucking vengeance!" <laughs> oh shit, dude! And now he comes down. He's wearing a suit and a top hat. Oh, yeah. 
I love he this starts, part. Oh, God. He's force-feeding alcohol to them. <laughs> and it's he's, not even like, it's not anything bad. It's legit alcohol because he drinks it himself. He's, he's just, just trying to like, get him let's drunk. let's have a party. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dudes, I got my party clothes on. Let's fucking, <laughs> let's fucking do it. Yep. And then they're being dicks. They don't want to take shots with him. So he's like, fuck you guys. The party's over. Shame you have to die now. <laughs> and why is that me at every party? I'm like, oh, you're not taking shots with me? All right. All of you, go to the pit. Caleb, <laughs> you you only take shots when you, like, I've noticed, like, you rarely ever take shots. But when you do start taking shots, it's because you have, like, a plan <laughs> To get fucking drunk, dude. Like, I have a plan to make that night a night to remember. And, and you're puking that night, that's for sure. Actually, I've settled Actually, down on the puking. I don't. I, I don't. I haven't. You're right. It's not. It's not very often anymore. Well, because it's not very often anymore. Yeah. I've had after many nights of taking like 15 shots in a row with Casey. Um, I've kind of. Ah, uh, yeah. That'll that'll up your tolerance right there. No, it will. Casey's a bigger maniac than yeah, I am when she gets to that yeah. level insane <laughs> but yeah yeah you're right i i barely ever take shots it's probably like literally like maybe once every like couple months or something but when i do it's you best believe it's gonna be a night. i i only take shots when i'm already drunk i cannot do it to get drunk like i can't it's so gross to me uh maybe it's a midwest thing we just drink all the time to just drink <laughs> doesn't matter i don't i don't care what you got i'll take it you want to shoot it? We'll shoot it. You want to? You want to sip it? We'll sip it. You want to chug it out? Oh, you want shotgun a beer? Let's shotgun a beer. I don't care. It's fine. We got this. I have this thing. <clears throat> I know we're we're like so off topic right now, but I have this thing. <laughs> I have this thing where I literally like cannot sip anything, like especially if it's alcohol. Oh yeah. Like I will destroy it. <laughs> like I I can't <laughs> sip unless it's like a really strong drink. Like like fucking right. three fourths liquor and then like a little bit of mix or whatever, then I'll try and sip it, but I'm still gonna take big gulps. Like, I don't know what it is. Oh, it's yeah. just a thing that I have. I always Not make brief. that mistake when I drink like whiskey neat and like Ugh. I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. And then I take a, a drink and I'm like, I drink it almost like I'm drinking a beer. I was like, that was too big of a drink. I should not have done that. <laughs> See, that's my thing. I drink like when I get like hard alcohol in front of me, like an actual drink, I will just I I'm so used to drinking beer, I'm just like Ugh. and then I'm like, oh fuck. Do you remember Bree, do you remember that one time we went to that one uh sports bar and I went in and like I hadn't drank hard alcohol in a while, like I was drinking, but I hadn't drank hard alcohol in a good while. Actually, no, I don't think I drank it a few days actually. Which... And then I ordered like I ordered a double bloody Mary and they made it like a fucking they put so much alcohol in that thing, and I fucking like chugged it, and then I was just like, "Oh shit!" Which bar was that? <laughs> I didn't. Where eat. did we go? Was it Hooters? No, it was Papa Joe's, I think, or something. <laughs> with uh oh with yeah 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 yeah. You got fucked up that night. Yeah, dude, I just chugged that Bloody Mary, and that was all I drank, and I don't. I think I didn't drink for like a week or something, and I was just like. I was destroyed. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just left. I went home. You you got super <laughs> sick and you were begging me to leave, but like, I'm, I was having a lot of fun. No, that was a different night. I didn't t text you at all. I just walked away. No, because you were like, Brie, let's leave. We need to get food. And you were already drunk. And I was like, and I was like, no, dude, like, just get some food here in and out right across the street. Like, we'll walk. And you were like, no, I want, you wanted something like very specific. 
No, I just said I didn't want In and Out because I was like, I'm gonna puke if I eat In and Out, and you were like, No, I want to stay, and I was like, All right, and then I just like, I walked away for a minute, and then you texted me, and you were like, Where are you? I was like, I left. Oh yeah, <laughs> I went that's home. how that went down. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we're way off topic, but I also don't feel bad. Just saying, I've been in the 18 and up Patreon Discord channel. I know y'all are alcoholics anyway. Like you're loving this. <laughs> shit. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. It's true. Unfortunately, you, you're. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> Listeners are not upset by this conversation. You know what? You're probably right. I think if you guys get mad about it, our drinking stories, you're in the wrong fucking place. Like, you're really in the wrong place. This show is founded on being drunk assholes. So, anyway, yeah. Shame she has to die. Uh, he starts to rub plaster all over her face. And also, this is... I thought this was Eileen at first because I looked away for two seconds mm -hmm. and you miss a quick little line mm -hmm. where she's like, oh, yeah, he just picked me up at a gas station. Yep. And I thought it was Eileen. And then I saw, like, I was like, wait, no, Eileen died earlier. And I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's confusing. And in my notes, what I wrote down was, like, the I don't know, just, like, the level of, like, how he works or when he works. He seems to be working. He worked really, really fast with Eileen. Yeah. And then he's yeah. really taking his time with this character, Tina, from the gas station. Like, And this is such a weird character. Like, She she did not need to be in the movie at no. all. No. Why couldn't that have just been Eileen and Eileen hadn't died yet? Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought <laughs> happened, and I was so fine with it. And then I looked at the kill count at the end, because uh, sometimes some things will have a kill count on, so I'll double-check just to make sure my number's right, mm -hmm. and I didn't fuck up. And then I double-checked, and I had one less, and I was like, why do I have one less? And I looked at a kill count, and I was like, those are different people? Tina. Wait, what? Good old Tina from Wait, the gas the station. <laughs> I thought it was just Eileen and her hair wasn't curly anymore. <laughs> it was very confusing. I didn't get that because literally I looked, dude, you don't hear that two seconds of dialogue and you don't know who that character mm -hmm. is or where she came yeah. from. No. Like it's only it's only like six people in the movie, and then all of a sudden this random girl just pops in to die immediately. It's a really good death scene though. It's like, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's like really like emotional because he's like close up and like yeah. whispering at her, and he's like he's putting this plaster all over her face, and he's like, "All right, first you're gonna start to feel it, and it's gonna start to burn." And he's like, "Now I'm gonna put it over your mouth, and then next your eyes." He's like he's like talking to her slowly as she's like running out of air, and he's like, "You're not breathing anymore. It's burning. There you go. You're gone." That yeah. uh, that alone, like I remember watching because I've watched this movie twice now. The first time I watched it, it made me feel like I couldn't breathe. And then the second time, same thing. But right now, even Caleb just saying it, like, I got Oof. short of breath. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, I, it's... That's, like, my worst fear is just, like, not being able to fucking breathe. Oh, so scary. It's really fucked up. It's a really fucked up scene, like, mm -hmm. to really think about, like, hey, this isn't just, like, a slasher where, like, you know, boom and you're done. Like, you are dying fairly slowly, and oh, this yeah. guy is, like, describing it to you Ugh. while it happens. Ugh. And this was this was easily one of the better kills because the other kills are fairly fast, mm -hmm. but this one was like, oh fuck, like it put some weight on it. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. It was crazy. Um, I had something else to say about that, but I think I forgot it. Shit. Yeah, I had something. Lost it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess oh, uh, no, I had no. a, I had a note from earlier, uh, and, and people who haven't seen the movie. Either notice this when you watch it or go look up a picture. Whenever uh, Plasterface comes down with the hat, the hat doesn't fit over the wig that he's wearing. <laughs> and somehow it's just yes. kind of like floating on top. It's pretty great. 
I think they use like uh like fucking pins or something. Like, they had like, to, yeah. They the had wig. to just like pin it to the wig. It was they, hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of like flopping around. <laughs> I love. Okay. Sorry, so the, one more thing. I love noticing like bad wigs and shit like that in like older <laughs> movies. Because I was watching Army of Darkness last night, and <laughs> so was I. One of the <laughs> one of the fucking um ah oh, fuck what is it? One of the dudes that are in the the red coats. I forgot what they're called. Okay. That come yeah, yeah his wig. You can t- <laughs> his wig British. is fucking terrible. <laughs> like you can see, it's like his natural hair right here, and then it's a totally different so color, funny, and it's long as fuck. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Somebody better go snatch that shit. That shit's funny. So the only thing I have about that scene um, is that that was one of those scenes where the music was like fucking Oompa Loompa music. And I was like, dude, if you had like some scary ass music in that scene, that would have been one of the most terrifying things mm-hmm. I've like ever seen. Yeah. Easily. So the music uh, does get more and more intense and stuff, but it's still not as cool. She's dead. And then uh, during this, Perry breaks free and he tries to attack Plasterface, but he gets overpowered and he gets literally just thrown out a wall. <laughs> yep. And Sounds knowing familiar. who's under this is is blaster face start oh wait brie i just went over what you said are you talking about when i threw your brother at yes. a wall okay at a closet so so blaster face starts talking about how his brother forces him to wear a mask because he's too handsome and uh, uh maybe i should give a backstory to that it wasn't abusive <laughs> completely a little bit uh but i was like what how old was i we were like 12 12 yeah so that's a disclaimer <laughs> I was 12 when I threw her little brother out of the wall. And then he must, How old he must he? have been about seven or eight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, more disclaimer. He was fucking annoying. Yeah, we told him. We warned him. We warned him. Like, dude, stop or you're going to get thrown at the fucking wall. And he didn't. So he got thrown out of the wall. I, I did tell him specifically. I said, stop fucking doing that. I don't know what he was doing, but he kept coming in and fucking with me. I said, stop. I'm going to throw you at a wall. And he did it like three more times. <laughs> I threw him at a fucking wall. I get it. My kid's seven. I get it. I fucking get it. Threw him at a wall last <laughs> night. Especially, especially when you warn him first. You're like, don't do it again. And then you even have a little more grace and let him do it two or three times. You're like, no. I said one time you've done it three times. Fuck off, dude. Like, <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Dude, earlier. Sorry. Speaking of uh, kids. My daughter. Speaking of seven-year-olds going through walls. <laughs> my daughter will be seven in like a few weeks. And, um, mm. oh, initiation. initiation. <laughs> <laughs> Just hazer. <laughs> Getting thrown through a wall. <laughs> Welcome to being seven years old. <laughs> this is what it's like, kid. <laughs> but no, like earlier, I was like looking for her and I was like, okay, well, what the hell? So I checked the bathroom and she legit has my laptop. While she's like going to the bathroom in the dark, I'm like, what? It's like, where did you get this idea, dude? Like, stop. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say she learned that from me. <laughs> dude, you poop with your laptop. Well, sometimes, okay, sometimes I have a deadline for podcast notes, but I gotta take a dump, so I'll minimize the my TV. You know, I'll bring it over to my computer. Half tab, half notes. The show goes on. <laughs> the show goes on. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. So, blaster face story. 
He starts talking about how his brother forces him to wear a mask because he's too handsome. But it is like it is a little twist going on here, but we'll figure it out later. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I got to wear my mask because uh, my brother thinks I'm too handsome and uh, I have half the mind to fuck his hot wife. <laughs> so, uh, And honestly, I'm, I'm like totally on board at this point. like <laughs> With him fucking his hot wife? Hot wife. <laughs> Not necessarily that, but just like, oh, you know, Slauson has like a mentally ill brother. I was calling him Davy the whole movie in my mind. Like, this is Davy. He's got some issues. Slauson's kind of trying to like keep all this shit together and not let people know how crazy Davy is. Like, I'm there. I believed the lie, I guess. I believed what was happening. Yeah. And I'm Tom Brady and I'm going to go home and fuck my hot wife. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I hate Tom Brady. He has a baby face. Everyone does. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna piss so many sports fans off. I'm right sorry. Now. <laughs> I give no shits about uh, football, but fuck Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Right, dude. No, thank honestly, you. fuck fuck sports. <laughs> if you listen to sports, turn off this podcast. <laughs> or if you watch sports, how do you? How do people sports? What do they how do? How do sports? Hey, this is a this is a sports hat. So just be just calm James, down a little bit. Take it out. easy. Take it easy. <laughs> Didn't I kick you off like 30 minutes ago? What are you still doing here, I know. Asshole? I know. Fuck me. <laughs> Dude, I told you to leave. I asked, I asked nicely. This is the second time I'm asking. <laughs> you're going to get thrown through a wall. <laughs> like, realistically, you're probably going to throw me through a wall. I am not a man of size. <laughs> you can see me shirtless right now. It's not going to go well for me. <laughs> takes a turn she sees some creep in another mask holding a smaller creep saying little girl come see my friend i thought he was talking about his dick but he's not the chase ensues molly gets she gets away right after she gets he throws like a screaming skeleton at her sure you could call it that yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna call it that so slauson he runs into molly and he's like what's wrong and she's like i ran into a dude with a mask slauson's like all right that man hear me out dude hear me out hear me out Brother. He's my brother. That's that's my uh Hermano. Don't don't try and speak Spanish. <laughs> Anyone watch Arrested Development? <laughs> hey Hermano. <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't watch that show. Yes. yes. Thank you, James. <laughs> Who is this Hermano? <laughs> So she's like, call the cops. And he's like, yeah, well, man, he's he's different. I don't want him to die. So he's not going to die. Goes inside to turn a radio on. And he like leaves Molly outside with a shotgun. He, she's like, how do I shoot it? He's like, you just do. Yeah. She's like, all right. <laughs> you just shoot. So <laughs> Blaster Face starts walking toward her. And she actually fucking takes a shot like right in the middle of him. And he's like, ah, ah. but then he keeps walking. And then she takes another shot. And he's like, the music uh, that's playing while he's like walking towards her. I can't remember if it's wacky or if it's fucking terrifying. I don't remember it. I can't remember at all. It's always right in between. God damn it, dude. I think I remember it being scary. And I remember it being scary because like he gets shot and he's like, and then he just stands up straight and starts walking again. Like that freaks me out. I don't like when when people do that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was going to like take his coat off he's gonna be like bulletproof vest <laughs> just announce it <laughs> bulletproof vest kevlar bitch <laughs> kevlar 
And then he's like, you shot me with blanks. <laughs> and he starts taunting her and he's like, bang, bang, you're dead. Bang, bang. Yeah. Creepy. You're dead. So cool. That is creepy, man. That's that's scary shit. When they start playing with their prey, you know what I mean? Ugh, and they're doing yeah. that like mm-hmm. cat cat with the mouse kind of shit. Like I don't that fucking that's messed up. That fucks me up, dude. I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Molly doesn't like it either. She gets pissed, she bashes him in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> Things on her feet. His mask starts to break, and it is revealed that the killer is Mr. Slauson. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever use that. <laughs> um. So, yeah. She runs off, goes in the water, and then Mr. Slauson pops up out of the water somehow and then sticks Molly underwater. Ooh. Um, do we know if Molly has gills? Um, we don't know if Molly has gills. Fuck. We can't know for sure. But we know something about this water at night, right? What do we know about the water at night? Didn't uh, didn't old Mister Slauson say that? That's oh, where the the, uh... the sea slugs that go inside of your vagina. Oh. <laughs> nope, oh. that's not it. The water moccasins. Oh. It's like water oh, moccasins water moccasins snakes. come here at night. So we're believing everything Mister Slauson says now. <laughs> is that is that what we're doing? James? I was just fully is- expecting that to be like. The thing, like, oh, Molly remembers that there's venomous snakes that sleep in this pond at night, and, like, she's going to fucking use that to her advantage. I was all for it. No, actually, she comes out, and she just has blue moccasins on that are a little damp. A little damp. She got some nice shoes out of the out of the whole endeavor. Some nice waterlogged moccasins. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the basement, Terry and Becky are getting closer to an escape, and then Slauson tries to uh, starts to try to have dinner with his fake brother, oh. and the brother doll doesn't talk to him Fuck, it's until so he puts his mask on. It's so good, it's terrifying. That was incredible. Like we have already found out that the brother is not real, yep. so there's no reason he should come to life or react to anything this guy's doing. And then he's not talking to him. He puts the mask on, and he's full sentences. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. So, Mr. Slauson, he's off his fucking rocker now. Oh, yeah. And he's starting to get really rapey with Molly at yeah, this point. It's yeah. fucking And then uh, Larry and Becky break free, and they start to run through the mannequin maze. Plasterface hears this, and he starts walking around, and then he sits back in a room to hug some mannequin babies. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about what happens. Barry is doing pretty good at avoidance until he comes face to face with the plaster face and he decides to hop straight through the window full send. Melhouse. Once again. <laughs> Dude. Yep. I read that um I Dude. read that he did this stunt himself. He yeah. did. Dang. He did do that. <laughs> Jerry? He did do that himself. That takes Jerry some, uh, did. <laughs> Jones. Yeah, uh, Zary. Son of a bitch, Jerry. Jerry. What about Larry? He's, he's a Indiana local. I'll represent <laughs> Jerry. Doing your own goddamn stunts. Go for it, brother. Full send. <laughs> Full fucking send, dude. Uh, full send, man. So, Plasterface, uh, you know, he's not too happy about him jumping through windows. <laughs> most, well, his fucking window is broken aren't. now. His course is going to be pissed. Well, yeah, because now he has to pay for that. That's his house. Yeah, man. And I'm pretty sure he owns it. You know? So that's coming out of his paycheck. 
It's not like there's it's a Home fucked, Depot man. down the road or anything. Like, <laughs> no, dude. Like, where are you gonna go? What are you gonna suck. do? Like, <laughs> you gotta like. There's no Amazon. You can't order it in. Oh, like, man. you're gonna have to wait gotta, it out like, for a go bit. Go to town. Put in some kind of special fucking order. Like, dude, this is 1979. <laughs> like, this is little. This is legitimately a pain in the ass. <laughs> It's not streamlined. It's not streamlined. This is my biggest issue with the movie. Both like movie aspect and like how do they fix it in real life? It's 1979, man. These were like glass windows back then, I believe. <laughs> like yeah. straight up just like like regular glass windows. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were made out of like donuts or Makes something. Makes sense. I don't know how glass is made. So, Blaster Face, he's watching him run. Becky hops out, starts dipping. And at this point, I forgot that fucking Becky didn't know that Slauson was Plasterface. Yeah, it's a weird thing where, like, different characters are finding out at different times. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it, though, yeah. Then the audience knows, like, what's going on, but, like, you're like, oh, shit, yeah. they don't fucking know. Like, it's it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and he fucking picks her up. He takes her to the house. She thinks she's saved, and she thinks she's going to get, like, bandaged up and all that. Mm-hmm. And then, again, she hears a voice that sounds nothing like Woody saying Becky. Ugh. And... She goes into tunnel vision again. <laughs> and uh, the stage just turns, and fucking Mr. Slauson's just sitting there. And uh, we see uh, Woody as a wax figure, or mannequin figure, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Mannequin. Mm-hmm. Mannequin. And then uh, Mr. Crockett, animatronic from earlier, starts shooting again, but this time he has real bullets. <laughs> this time he came prepared. Yep. And then another animatronic comes in the picture and throws a fucking knife right in the back of fucking becky's back so no more sorry midge Midge. no more midge i loved you Ugh. so molly wakes up some girl patting her head giving her water then we see that uh you know it's uh slauson's weird ass living wax wife (laughs) wax wife gonna get me one of those plaster plaster slosser comes back and he lays her down upstairs and he calls her a little girl like nine more times which is honestly the scariest part of this movie creepy it's pretty pretty fucking weird yeah i have i have a little bone to pick and that's just that like please do the whole like like oh i don't have a wife my wife died or whatever and like now i'm like kind of trying to replace her thing like the dracula trope of like oh this is like my wife reincarnated or whatever the fuck Molly looks nothing like Slauson's wife. Like, I don't know why that's, like, what he's drawn to. Both other women in this movie had more in common with his wife than what Molly did. It's so confusing to me. I don't know why she's the chosen one. Yes. Why is she the main character in Kung Pao? <laughs> I don't get it. And Kung Pu. And Kung Pu, I'm sorry. Um, I want Chinese food What the now. fuck? Like, yeah. Yes, and you know what? He puts that mask on her, and the mask is made to look like her, but it looks nothing like his wife. No! His wi- uh, isn't his wife... I'm sorry. It, his wife's black, right? Uh, she's much darker than Molly. I don't know if she's black. She definitely has dark hair. She definitely doesn't have the Aryan features that fucking Molly has, that's for sure. Did we see the picture of the wife? We didn't, right? I don't think I we think saw. We did we did. I don't think we saw the picture. I remember, but, uh, maybe we did. Ma- I remember the wife being blonde. Okay. No, no, she had brown hair. But um the mannequin the the mannequin of the wife definitely is a brunette. Yeah, oh, okay. definitely brunette. And I I don't remember seeing the picture of the wife. Maybe I looked away or something, but the mannequin looked like 
Mexican or like like maybe just like a light skin like black girl to me and I was like I don't think this looks anything like Molly. I, I don't think they have much in common. <laughs> maybe at the very least she was tanned. <laughs> she was not a pale blonde white girl. I'll fucking I don't, tell you I that, don't dude. Think she was. I don't think she It was, was really weird. I'm glad you brought that up cuz that is a big issue in this See, movie. See, I I don't know why I'm remembering the wife issue. being blonde. Maybe it's because the whole Molly thing, because Molly was blonde, right? I'm not fucking that up. Yep. Molly's yeah. very blonde. Yeah, maybe that's why I got confused. Dude, it's fucking weird. But, um, yeah, he's calling her a little girl. All the mannequins start singing at her and, like, staring at her. And he pretends to fall asleep for, like, one second. And Molly's like, oh, my God, my opportunity. And he's trying to do, like, a gotcha thing with her. <laughs> she takes the fucking bait, dude. Oh, yeah, Idiot. she does. She takes the fucking bait. This and, is this uh, is the he, perfect example, though, of why I like kind of the weirdness of Slauson yeah. slash yeah. Blasterface versus, like, the beastliness of Leatherface. Like, he's just, like, weird and kind of goofy, and, like, you don't really know what he's going to do next. Whereas, like, in Texas Chainsaw, Leatherface acts so, like, primal, and, like, yeah. he's, like, a monster, and, like, you kind of know what he's doing but you never fucking know what Plasterface is going to do. <laughs> You're right. But let's be specific. Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw 1, he is nothing like. He is Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw 2. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> very true. That's very true. He. Dude, like, oh my God. I could totally see him going after, what was her name? Snatch or something? Snatch? Oh my God. <laughs> no, it's just a dumb fucking, it's like a tapestry or something. Uh, <laughs> Can't remember her name. Strange. I don't know. Um, he's totally fucking acting like Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw 2. I love it. And uh, that's actually my favorite Leatherface, admittedly. Stop. <laughs> Dude, it, it is. Be. It is. It's it's so funny. Like I, I thought for the longest time that original Leatherface was my favorite, but I was always like, Dude, I really love Texas Chainsaw 2 like, just as much. And the more I've thought about it, I'm like, nah, I, I resonate more with Leatherface and... TX2. It's because it's weird. It's just because it's weird. TX. Texas 2. Texas 2. Texas 2. TX2. Imagine there's two Texas. Texases. It's just Leatherface with a cowboy hat. He walks around saying darn to him A very large cowboy hat, like a very tall one. Doug Dimadome. Doug Dimadome. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimadome. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimadome. To Texas, to Massacre. Two chainsaw. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't right now. That's too good. All right, so back to the movie. He looks at all these dubbies, and they start moving, and they go, ah, and their jaws fucking drop, and I'm doing no justice to that because it's actually terrifying the way they yeah. say that. And uh, I actually, I want to say, I do want one of these. If I have, If we have any fans... They can like make a mannequin that you know, like an animatronic kind of thing. Like make their jaw drop with a remote and make them say that "ah" thing. I will pay you. I, I'm not fucking kidding. I will pay someone to make this for me. So it will creep me out. I'm putting much. this into the universe. Please, someone message me, and I'm gonna put an extra breeze back. So don't you dare. Obviously, he captures her again, and then he puts a mask on her, and he says that she reminds him of his wife, and uh, he makes out with the mask. Hot. Why not? It's very hot. <laughs> she's not having a good time. <laughs> she says, she's not even like screaming. She's like, can you please stop? 
<laughs> it's so genuine. She's like, please, <laughs> please. And then he's like, tell me you love me. And she's like, okay, I love you. Please, I love you. Whatever you want, he, just let me out of here. And he kind of like nuzzles his face against her. And then he goes into this angry yeah. trance mode and he steps back. And he stops for like a full minute. He's like, ah, trance. I killed her. <laughs> I killed both of them. The both of them. Both of them. Boat. And he goes, my brother and my wife, I caught him behind my back, my own house. So I killed him. Caught you smooching with my brother. <laughs> That's what the law says. It's a good old Home Alone 2 reference if you're paying I love attention. It. I love it. A man finds his wife cheating on him. Ooh. He's got a legal right to kill the both of them. Both of them. Proof that this takes place in Texas. <laughs> Proof this that, that this takes place in an alternate dimension. <laughs> Where are you fucking kidding me? That's what the law says, yo. Read up. Read rules up. is rules. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yeah, when I made them, uh, I made them all over. That's what I did it. I was with her forever now, and she wasn't fucking my brother. <laughs> it's good stuff. So Gary comes back. And he wants to tussle with uh, Slauson and, you know, take Molly back. So Molly is like, all right, Harry, what are we going to do? And she's like, uh, he's like, where is Eileen and Becky? But uh, he's like, uh, he doesn't even mention Woody. He's not interested in him. He's just like, where are Eileen and Becky? Oh, we don't give a shit about Woody by now. Nobody has given a shit about Woody for like an hour now. (laughs) And I had to sit around and think about it. I was like, wait, did he see Woody's dead body? I'm like, no, he didn't. He still doesn't know where Woody is. It's just like, don't give a fuck. I'm responsible for the ones that were in my Jeep, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the car rule. It's like, I took you here. I'm responsible for you. The other ones, your problem. <laughs> so she's like, kill him. Kill Slauson. But uh, he just walks up to Rary, and uh, he rips his arm off, and very looks very genuinely confused. <laughs> and he rips off his head. He chucks it at. He rips off his arm first, and then he rips off his head, and then he chucks it at the ground, and it just explodes. <laughs> perfect. What the fuck, dude? That blew my mind. Fucking perfect. Telekinesis when is he, a hell of a drug. <laughs> dude, when he took his arm off, like fucking Zary was literally like looking at his arm, and he was like, "What the fuck? Where's my arm? How'd you do that?" <laughs> So I was like, wow, he has his own consciousness and he's not even aware that he's being controlled. Right. Right. Damn, dude. That's crazy. So, Mr. Slauson, he just starts, he starts dancing. So what else are you going to do at a time Perfect. like this? Perfect timing to, to just break out in full dance. It's that weirdo, weirdo Slauson shit. I love it. Dude, it, did you just pull out a knife? Scissors. I've been flipping them around. I don't know. (laughs) It was sitting on my desk. I just got to have something to fidget with. You know what I mean? I don't have any more beer, so. I have another beer, but it's outside. (laughs) So I'm going to read my next note, and I just see, like, I saw, like, a blade flip up on the screen. I was like, is is James plotting to murder (laughs) me? He's going to murder us uh, like our own style. Dude, this is like our like sixth episode when I was like, Bree, we need to harness the energy of this podcast more. And I pulled out a big knife and I put it in front of us. And I was like, all right, you hold a weapon. I hold a weapon. You also put, we had a globe in front of us. What what else we did. did we have? We had um 
The globe's still in front of me. It's not used. We had much. the little. Um, it was gauge, right, or was it church? Uh, gauge and church. Oh yes, oh. yeah. That was there for um. Yeah. That was there for uh inspiration. And now I just stare at um very disgusting bottles of four dollar wine for inspiration. Did you finish that bottle? Um, it's right here, <laughs> and there's two other ones that I still haven't finished. I I will gladly take those. So. Do your thing, Rona ass. So, we got like twin mannequins hanging around here. Bunch of creepy mannequins with their jaws dropping. And then a little mannequin that looks like Leprechaun. Yes. AKA B. What was that? It's me. That's how I look. Oh. Found her. She's <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. Mm. So then. <laughs> She sends an axe right into Slauson's back while he's dancing with his mannequin wife. This part is hella creepy. And that's that's big dead. Huge dead. All the leprechaun mannequins stop and everything else stops. And then as she screams, and then we see a car driving down the road. And when it gets closer, it fucking freeze frames. And we see all the wax mannequin whatever friends sitting in the car with her. <laughs> <laughs> Wary, fucking not Tina, fucking uh, Becky. All of them. Who was it? Eileen. Eileen. Woody. The whole posse. All the idiots. Jerry. The whole pussy. <laughs> Six kills, man. And pretty much everyone died. Yeah. Yep. Everyone except for Molly in the movie, so I'm not even mad at the six kills because everyone died mm-hmm. except for Molly. Oh, yeah. We had no boobs, and that was because Schmoller was too embarrassed to bring it up, but not too embarrassed because he ended up asking them to do it at the lake scene, and they all yeah. said no. I think... <sighs> I don't know, like, kind of shocking, like, Tanya Roberts that young. I was really surprised. I was really surprised. I think she was she in... She wasn't topless. I think she was in an adult film, if I'm not mistaken. Or am I thinking wow. of somebody else? I don't know. No, Maybe. I think you're right, actually. I think I read that as well. Yeah, so... I could Maybe be, she just wasn't in the mood to show her boobs. I mean, that's understandable. She's just like, nah, I want to be a real actress now. Like, yeah. fuck off. Or maybe it was like everyone else saying no, and she was like, uh, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess, I guess no. I guess no. She just wasn't in the mood. Unanimous. Unanimous. Okay, cool. So, I have a few facts on this one, which I haven't done in a while. Apparently, the mannequin that gave Molly the drink before she passed out and Slauson, you know, moved her into the other room. That was uh, Schmoller's wife, and she had two lines, and he cut them out, and she never forgave him oh, for shit. it. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. That's like one of those moments where you're like, you cast your wife, and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, and then you realize she's terrible, and you're like, ah. Uh, okay. Just don't have the heart to tell her. Don't. Exactly. Erwin uh, Yablons is a dumb name, but he was the executive producer in Taurus Trap, and he was also the executive producer on Halloween the year Ooh. before. Oh. He said he fucking hated the score, and he wanted it to be similar to Halloween. Oh, <laughs> he thought it would have made the movie a lot cooler, and when he got it back and it was all wacky and like Oompa Loompa, he was fucking pissed. <laughs> it's very Oompa loompa Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, get, I get that, but I, I, I wouldn't want it to be like I wouldn't want it to be like Halloween. It's got its own thing. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I wouldn't want it to be Halloween, but I would want it to be Texas Chainsaw. Sure. I would like to make another cut of this movie and just add some ominous mov- music in and just see how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Linnea Quigley has a cameo. No way. No way. She's one of the manic. Dude, she's one of the no manic. No fucking way. No way. 
way. I I do not know which one, but she is listed in multiple spots. She is a fucking mannequin. That's amazing. We should have seen Linnea Quigley mannequin boobs. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh my god, I I thought that was fucking awesome. That is awesome. I wanted. I didn't even notice. that. I want to know which one she was. Gotta go back and. Go I didn't back notice and find it. It was just something I found. I I I don't know if you can find it, but I do want to find it. If anyone knows, please tell me. Robert Burns was the art director, and two years before, he was the art director on The Hills Have Eyes. Three years before that, in 1974, he was the director on, uh, art director on Texas Chainsaw. Ooh. Ooh. Very nice. So that's nice. why everything looks fucking Texas nice. Chainsaw in this. Interesting. The dude that wrote and directed Terrorvision, uh, Ted Nicoleo, another dumb name, he edited Taurus mm. Trap. Wow. The music was by another dumb name, Pino Dinagio. <laughs> yeah. Penis Dinagio. Pino Grigio. Dinagio. <laughs> Pino Grigio. Papo Gigio. <laughs> it's just really dumb. He did the soundtrack on Grindhouse, and he was the composer on Seed of Chucky. Really? Dude, I haven't seen Seed of Chucky That's in so long. That movie's so ridiculous. <laughs> That's pretty much the end of the facts, but I just thought it was really cool because there's a you can actually go like on IMDb or pretty much wherever or, yeah. like look at some like you mm -hmm. know commentary and whatnot. There are a lot of big names in this that worked on a bunch of really good fucking horror movies. Yeah, like so everyone, I think that's why it gets a lot of the inspiration. Yeah, yeah like everybody, it sounds like every like a ton of people like cut their teeth on this movie. It's kind of cool. Yeah. The Linnea Quigley thing blew my mind too. I was like, she's even in this. <laughs> like what? You got everyone. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think IMDb rated this? I'm going to say seven. Ooh, I'm going to say four. Damn, really, James? I'm just guessing IMDb. I'm not saying that's my rating. I'm just saying what I think I know, I know, IMDb still, has. Wow. <laughs> Brie was closer. It was 6.2. Oh, okay. oh, nice. Rotten Tomatoes critics. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to say 67. I'm going to say 70. 40, you were both very Ooh. off base. Oh, God, those are the people that I should hate. God, they suck. Yeah. Dude, I don't yeah. I don't ever trust Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, Rotten Tomatoes is dog shit. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. What do you think the audience on Rotten Tomatoes gave it? 54. That, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay 70. 47. God, I thought they would, the audience would like it more than that. I don't get it, dude. This is a really good movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Fuck off, Rotten Tomatoes users. <laughs> I don't think Bree's the biggest fan, but still. I mean, like, I, mean, I don't... Ah, uh, 40? Mm, I don't hate this movie by any means. I just... Nothing really, like, popped out and, like, screamed to me. Like, nothing made me love it. But I like it. It's a good movie. Mm. It's a, it's I not a bad agree. movie. I, I kind of do love it. I kind of do really love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided um, on this whole super rating thing, I don't want to do that percentage shit. It's too difficult. So yeah. we're just going to do our own super rating on it, whether we think it's mushroom, blood, chicken, clam, ramen soup. Okay. So James, are you familiar with that? Mm, I think so. Did you just, you went from bottom to top just now, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Bottom yep. to top. So it's pretty gotcha. much one out of five. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to do it like that from now on because fuck percentages and all that. I don't need to be, I am not technical. I'll try to be technical. It doesn't work. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give this a bowl of clam, clam chowder. I think it's a, it's pretty up there. It's not a perfect, but I really enjoy it. I'm going to do, see, I'm like halfway between uh, chicken noodle and clam chowder right now. Like, I, I would give it a 3.5. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So you're, uh, you're mixing clam and chicken. Yeah. All right. Weird combination. Probably cool. not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not. It sounds like a terrible combination. <laughs> it does. Uh, <laughs> Do we some, have the broth from both too? Uh, somehow, somehow mixing two pretty good things becomes a really bad thing. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, I'm I'm there. I'm 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 a clam I'm clam chowder on this one. It's you know, it's got some goofiness, but I do think that it's fun. I mean, I think this is a great one to watch with other people because the parts where they put goofy music in that maybe they shouldn't have, you can still laugh at it and, like, kind of poke fun at it and mm-hmm. put some yeah. holes in it. So, like, I think that there's still some a, a decent level of enjoyment that you can get out of it. Yeah, see, that's basically my thing because I would give it, like, a perfect, like, honestly, I think if it was straight creepy... I would fucking love this, but also I yeah. can't. I'm not mad at any of the weird shit going on and like the weird wacky music. I think it's really <laughs> funny, so it still yeah. stays higher because of that. But I think if it did go full serious, I think the only reason I'm not giving this a perfect as even a wacky movie in the and like you know in the category of that, I think it's yeah. because I think this would have made a really really good serious movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know if uh, this director really did much else horror wise? So I looked at a little bit of his other stuff, but I didn't write anything down, so I was I wasn't like too interested. Let me look it up right. again right now. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like it feels like maybe if he would have tried to push for everything to be a little more serious, like maybe he would have had more of a horror career. But I, I feel think like... I I read on um, IMDb that this was his film school thesis or something like that. Or like his like one of like the projects. I'll mm-hmm. have to look it up or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I read something like that too. Um, he did direct Puppet Master. He didn't write it, but oh shit, that's right. I knew that's that. fucking. I dope. fucking knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I forgot. I didn't write it because I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't care about Puppet Master. That Puppet much. Master is very nostalgic for me, and I can't believe you just said that. That's the <laughs> See, shit. I, Puppet Master. It was the not. Shit. It, uh, maybe I'll have to rewatch again, but it was not nostalgic for me. I saw it later in life, so I was just kind of uh, like, uh... I, hit, yeah. hit up the, uh, what was that? I think it was like 2017 or 2018, the Third Reich, like the mm-hmm. mod, the most modern Puppet Master. It's fucking amazing. You'll love it. I haven't it. seen that yet. Is it Blitzkrieg Massacre? No, it's just called the Third Reich. I don't think this guy oh. directed it, but there's some amazing parts. Barbara Crampton's in it. It's fucking awesome. Well, it looks like... Charles, or I mean not Charles, um, David Schmoller directed a puppet master in 2018 called Blitzkrieg Massacre with Charles oh, Band. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. The Littlest Reich <laughs> is the one that I know of recently and is real fucking good. You know what, James? Uh, we'll we'll do the puppet master series with you, then. Oh, nice. perfect. I'm hella down. <laughs> that seems that seems fitting. Yep. That seems fitting. I, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, that was pretty much the episode. Um, I hope you're finally happy that we did Tour Strap after, like, three years. It's been a while. It's been We've forever. been saying we're going to do this. It's been an eternity. <laughs> uh, James, you want to go ahead and plug your stuff? Yeah. So, uh, I do a little podcast called Night Shift Video. You can catch it on all of the uh, podcast apps that you go to. You can also find us on Instagram at Night Shift Video. That's N I T E. And then the rest of it spelled as you would think Shift Video. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we just uh, talk about all kinds of stuff horror movies, other spooky shit that happens around the world, like conspiracy theories, stuff like that, kind of everything. Um, and yeah, it's a good time. Can you do a conspiracy theory on me? I can figure something out. 
like where I, where where are my origins? <laughs> what I what I'm doing in the backbone of society? I mean, I, I do feel like there is a part of me that has that thing. I always forget what it's called of like whenever you create people in your mind and they're not necessarily real. There's a part of me that thinks that I created you and you're not an actual person because who the fuck you're actually right. listens to my podcast? And like, that's how I met you was you were like, oh shit, I really like your stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, that can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> Me like, with everyone. I made you, I made this up. <laughs> I made this fucker up. That, all that these people sense. I've talked to, all these horror suit people are all fake. It's all figment <laughs> of my imagination. It's all a simulation. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, that's how I feel. I partially started a podcast because of Ash and Elena, and then they started talking to me, and I was just like, "Yeah, these are fake people." I'm like, <laughs> I've had video chats with them many times. I'm just like, "Yeah, you're not, you're nope. not real. No, you're not real. Did not happen. No, that collab we did never happen." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, guys, if you want to find us, um, you can check us out at horsesoupsucks.com. That is our website. You can buy merch and other shit on there. You can tell a friend about a show, about not a show, the show. Um, you can leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. Send us an email at horsesoup at yahoo.com uh, with the title review sticker or something like that. I'll send you a bunch of horse soup stickers, other stuff, whatever. Donate, patreon.com slash horsesoup. Follow on social medias, Instagram and Facebook at horsesoup. YouTube at horsesoup. Uh, true crime something. Tower movies. I'm on Letterbox. Horse Soup Caleb. That's me. That's my name. That is my letterbox. That's my podcast. That's me. Thank you for coming on the show again, James. Thank you for being here. And uh, thank you for filling in for me those those couple times. Yeah. I'm really glad to see you're not like dying. Like this is good. You look great. So (laughs) thank you. This is this is really good. Don't wait, 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 wait. No, James, stop. Stop. Okay, I'm stopping. Bree does not look great. I look I look bad right now. I'm very sweaty and I'm not having a good time. So as as soon as we can uh, get this shit done, sooner I can turn my fan on. Alright guys, so let's talk about the next movie on the docket. Um no. Stop it. Cut it. I'm shutting it down. I'm pressing stop. Bree's shutting it down. Bye. Ah! Ah! Podcast over. Ah! 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 I'm still recording. Ah! Ah! End of the podcast!